All right, y'all. It is the Honey Squad, and we are here for season two. Season two, y'all. We are about it. We are going to be getting into some deep shit this season. Hopefully not deep shit that gets us in trouble, <laughs> but deep shit because we're trying to solve the world's problems right now. Yeah, that's what we're doing. So, season two, I... We both have talked about this, and we think that we should start the season with talking about race relations. Yep. Specifically between white people and black people. Yep. So, I'm going to go ahead and start off by saying, yes, I am white, and if I do say anything that is offensive, it is going to be completely out of ignorance, I promise you, and please feel free to lovingly correct me. Don't get hateful, because that's not how we solve problems. Nope. But we all mess up. We all say things that offend people, and nine times out of ten, it's either out of ignorance or just sheer stupidity. Anything that I say that may come out wrong is definitely not out of meanness, because I am the last person on the planet that would ever have a prejudice bone in my body. Agreed. So, um, I guess, I was just telling Lucretia, one of the things that I found interesting about us is that Lucretia's black, and she was raised in a mostly white area. Yeah, like 70, like 80%. Yeah. And I'm white, and I was raised in a mostly black melting pot area. Mm -hmm. So I was in the minority where I grew up, being a white person. You were in the minority where you grew up, being a black person. Yep, because I can tell you, there were probably, out of my graduating class, uh, maybe 200, 100, I don't remember. Mm -hmm. There were maybe 50 black people. Yeah. When I um, moved up here from... No, not even 50. Maybe 25. So that didn't surprise me because I moved up here from Atlanta and I went to my high school orientation. The first thing I said when I came home that night was, Mom, there were like four black people there. I was just like, where have you moved me to? Right. And she was just like, well, Lebanon's a little bit different. And at the time, there were still areas of Lebanon that were like, I guess, accidentally... Uh, segregated I guess you could say accidentally well that's how she said it right and I was just like no I, I don't know looking back on it now I think now it's just like it was just maybe not understood but just where people lived I suppose right but I'm gonna tell you that I think when your mom said it was accidentally segregated she was just telling you that because she just didn't want to tell you holy shit yeah we are we are in the fucking twilight zone yeah I mean you grow up in Atlanta literally melting pot i mean there were probably more kids that didn't look like me that than that did yeah. and um you go somewhere where you all of a sudden have cousins mm -hmm. where you were actually related to people mm -hmm. um which was weird to me because i didn't think my family was that big but um to where it's everybody looks like you right and so it's like what this is I didn't like it at first. Um, and I, I can't say that, I mean, I moved out of Lebanon for a reason. But um, I think probably my second week there, somebody said, well, you're from Atlanta. You only date black people. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? I, I've dated a v Vietnamese guy before. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, not only. But, I mean, at that point in time, I hadn't had a black boyfriend yet. Mm hmm um, now, later on down the road, I have, okay. um, which, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Xander's girlfriend's black, and she is gorgeous. She's so cute. Sophie's first three or four boyfriends were black, and I was okay with that. Like, who cares? Who cares? And this is the gist of the whole entire topic. Yeah. 
why the fuck are we still on this in 2022? I, you know, I would have seriously, Kelly, I would have seriously, seriously hoped and prayed that we wouldn't be having, we still wouldn't be having these conversations because seriously, like, you know, if, if for those of you that know us, that know Kelly and myself, I, as she said, I'm black, uh, she's white, and my son is biracial. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it, I don't, I don't understand why it's a problem, but I, I figure, what's the problem? Again, what's the problem? Well, even, I mean, us talking about Zarian being biracial too, even you brought up once that if we go out, they're looking, they're going to look at him like, he's yours. I, yeah. Like he's mine. Yeah. Because the assumption is that white women marry black men mm-hmm. and not white men, marry, you know, marry yeah. or have babies with black yeah, women. Yeah. Because I remember, I remember telling CJ's ex-wife. I said, wait till you go, y'all go out mm-hmm. with you when you've had the, since you've had one, not one baby but two babies, right? And you go out all y'all together, and if they don't know you, they assume that Zarian is yours because it's stereotypical for a white woman uh-huh. to marry, date, live, whatever with a black man. Yeah, and so they have the biracial kids. It's not stereotypical. It's very rare. I find that I see white men with black women. Well, you say that, but I've been actually thinking about that for the past couple of days, you know, just kind of like thinking about what we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. this season. And my friend, Sequise, that I um, went to school with for forever in Georgia, she's black and she married a white guy. Mm -hmm. And um, of course, then there's Xander, Mm -hmm. you and CJ. Like I start going through and I start looking at like, you know, friends that I grew up with and it's I think it's more commonplace than we actually realize. People just don't really talk about it that much. But if statistically speaking, you were looking at it, it is going to be more white women with black men. Yeah, because and and you know, and I and I had told you know CJ's ex-wife, I said they go. I'm gonna tell you because I laugh at this, and she thought I was playing. But then it, somebody looked at her that way. Yeah, I said they're gonna look at you like he was good enough to marry you with your black baby, mm-hmm. and now y'all have these two little white girls. Yeah. And she was like, uh-uh, I couldn't watch. And so she told me, she's like, you know what, people stare. And, but they, but see, they don't really look at Zarian. Yeah. They see his skin color. Yeah. They don't look at him to look, to see that he looks just like his daddy. Right. Right. Certain instances, he looks like me. Certain instances, he looks like his daddy. Yeah. But he looks like his daddy. So they look at her like, how dare you have this black, you want to have this white mm-hmm. man raise this black baby. Right. I mean, especially in areas where it's, and this is, again, not me being reverse racist, I guess, more country areas where you do have more racist people yeah. who don't take kindly upon them things. But, you know, Kelly, what I don't understand is, it's not your choice. What it, What is the, what, what's the problem? That's my whole thing. And this is where I get hung up. And I can tell you the problem is society. So CJ and I were talking about this the other night. Have you ever heard of critical race theory? We were talking about that. I don't know the gist of it, but... So basically, critical race theory, they're teaching this in um, universities. And I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there. It is fucking bullshit. And it pisses me off because it's basically a bunch of people out there who think that they are so woke that they can tell me how I think. So let's say um, I'm at the grocery store. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, a black guy comes up and he wants to get in line. Mm-hmm. 
So there's a huge line and it's just like, you know what? I'm gonna be nice, I'm gonna let him cut in front of me. Now me, if I were gonna let him cut in front of me, it doesn't have anything to do with the color of his skin because I would have done the same thing for a white person. Mm -hmm. There's a huge line, I don't have that much. He's probably got a little bit less than I do, so why is it gonna to hurt to let him cut in front of me? It doesn't hurt anything. So critical race theory basically says you let him cut in because he's black and you feel bad because of what black people have had to go through or you don't let him cut in because he's black and you have animosity because of something like reparations or something like that. So basically, critical race theory is if you're white, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't because all of your decisions that you make towards people of another color are gonna always be racially motivated. And I'm like, number one, do not tell me what I am thinking in my head. Exactly. Don't tell me what I'm thinking. Don't tell me why I decided to let somebody in because you were not in my head. Or so, therefore, you. yeah. And I'm, yeah, don't tell me how to think. Exactly. Thank you. Because if there is somebody on this planet that does not want to be controlled, it is this bitch right here. And so, right. And so, when we were talking about that the other night, I was just like, how is this even allowed? How are they allowing people to talk about this in colleges? And people think that this is okay. People think, they think it's okay because it gives them... I guess maybe it gives it a sense of, okay, well, I understand why this is going on. Yeah. But I think it's still, I think it's bullshit because, you know, treat, this is what, I want somebody to see me. Mm -hmm. I want somebody to see me as a person, not mm -hmm. the color of my skin, not what the fact that my, my personal, right, my personal ancestors went through. Mm -hmm. I want you to see me for me because that's the past because we are not living in the past. However, we need to know our past because we don't we want to repeat the future. That's what the that's right. the purpose of history. Right. Because do you not know there's some town I can't remember. I want to I can't remember. There's a town here in Tennessee, there's a group of moms who do not want their kids to learn about uh slavery. Really? Yes. Why? Because then it, it it touches on critical race theory. She wants them, they want their kids to look at black people the same way and not have to feel sorry for them for the things that's happened to them in the past. I, I believe that was it. It was an article. Oh. It was an article I read. And, I, and it pissed me off because my thing is everybody needs to learn history because it's, they say we learn history so that way we don't repeat it. But shit, we can't even get, we can't even get past it. But, okay, so again, I don't want this to come out the wrong way because, again, this is going to be a season of touchy subjects. Yeah. Um, I do think that people need to learn about slavery. I yeah. do think that they need to also learn that when they were, um, I, I really suggest everybody read the book, The Lies My Teacher Told Me, oh. because a lot of the stuff that we learn in school is historically inaccurate. It's been whitewashed, basically. Um, but one of the things that I did learn probably a couple of years ago that I did not know was that when they went to Africa or wherever it was they were going to, you mm -hmm. know, purchase the slaves, they were actually being sold by their, um, uh, not clansmen, what would you call it? Tribes. Their tribes. Yeah, the tribes were selling them for money. Now, I've read that several places. I don't know how accurate that is, but... You know, the way they teach it in school was the white man was just going in and just like stealing people, you know, just taking people and throwing them in a boat. No matter how people got over here, it's still fucked up. 
because that passage, how many people died? How are they all chained up? I mean, if you see the pictures of how they had it laid out to how many people yeah. you get into a boat. Have you ever been to the Lorraine Hotel Monument for Martin Luther King in Memphis? I have never been to Memphis. You mean, whenever you get a chance, you should go because it tells you, there's a portion of it that tells you how, it shows you how the slaves were put in. Yeah. Girl, growing up, I'm serious, growing up in Atlanta, they gave us like all the like we they would show us the maps and everything yeah. that they wrote out so where they had them like laying in yes. like rows and you could even get like you know people on top of people in these rows and nine times out of ten the people who are on the bottom mm -hmm. if you're on the bottom you're gonna die there's no way you're gonna make it across yeah wouldn't feed them would barely give them water mm -hmm. i mean just how that all happened is fucked up it's horrible and i cannot imagine not wanting to teach your child that I think for me, my kids knowing about that teaches us that we as humans are capable of doing some really fucked up shit. Right. If we don't have empathy. Exactly. And we don't care about other people. Exactly. And that was what I was going to say. Is right. It, it's, I feel that teaching your kids slavery, it teaches them empathy mm -hmm. for the next person that don't look like them. I'm right. not saying that you should... Um, kiss their ass or kiss black people's ass. Right. I want you to be empathetic and try and see them for them being a person. Right. Not somebody that has a different skin color. Because the thing about it is, if you put both of us beside each other with no skin, we're all going to look the same. You cut my hand, I cut your hand, it's both going to bleed red. It is. Why does the color of our skin make a damn bit of a difference? I don't know. I don't know, Kelly. And... and you know, I, and at times I guess I bury my head in the sand because I get frustrated. Cause like the the shooting in in Upper New York, yeah, it was racially motivated. Yes. What the hell did these people these people do to you? Well, the one in Charleston, um, God, I guess that was probably almost eight years ago because it was right after my mom died. Yeah. Um, where the, I guess he was a neo-Nazi kid, yeah. goes into this church in Charleston. Every yes. time I pass it, when we're down there, it breaks my heart. Because we were there a week after it happened, yeah. scattering my mom's ashes. And um, my sister and I went down there to the vigil mm -hmm. and stood out there with everybody and, you know, sung and cried. And mm -hmm. it broke my heart. Like, why? Yeah. I mean, and I guess this is where I get fucked up with the whole thing. Um, why are you going to blame a race of people for the actions of one. Exactly. Why does everybody have to be capable of the same things exactly. when not all white people are capable of the same things? Exactly. If you look statistically speaking, more white men commit rape than black men do. Look at the statistics. It is true. It's all about how you want to, how you want to feel. Exactly. And so I think a lot of the problem is media. It is, and you know, at, at some point in time, they're always looking for an angle. Mm -hmm. At some point in time, I just wish people would see people for who they are. Right. Because, you know, and I feel, and Kelly, I, I really just don't even say anything. And I'm going to tell you this, and I didn't get a chance to talk to you about this, but you know, since I'm on here, I'm going to say it. Say it. Girl, and let the chips fall where they may. Mm -hmm. Because the, we have a new employee. She's mm -hmm. young. And I actually got spoken to yesterday because by the new employee no by my manager oh 
um, okay. because I brought up the fact that our new employee does not want to particularly deal with black women. Really? Yes. The second day she was in clinic, she was mm-hmm. with me. Mm-hmm. And if you're orientating with somebody, what do you do, Kelly? You listen. And do you, and what else? You take their advice and you keep your mouth shut. Do you follow them? Yeah. Do you go where they go? Except for the bathroom? Yeah. I mean, if you're in orientation. Girl, girl yes. She sat at that desk and did not move. She had, I had, well, another employee said, aren't you going to follow Lucretia? She sat there. She did not move the entire time. Did she say anything? She did not say anything. Did she say anything to anybody else? She did not say, she talked to the other ladies, which are white. Mm-hmm. Um, and she talked to them and whenever she's in clinic, she follows them. She does whatever that they need her to do. So what did your boss say? Well, hold on. Let me, let me give you something else. I'm over here like so hold on hold on let me let me give you something else we need to sit down and have a talk with her <laughs> so last Friday she was orienting with the other black lady mm-hmm. in clinic every time that lady brought patients over she was by herself because if you're orientating again what are you supposed to do follow follow mm-hmm she sat at that desk on her own personal computer and didn't do shit all day. Not a damn thing all day, Kelly. And then, you know, I was talking to my manager about it yesterday, and she was like, well, I just feel like you have a problem with her. Why do I have a problem with her? I'm just simply trying to tell you that she's not following the way that she's supposed to. She's not orientating the way she's supposed to. You don't want to get in trouble if they're putting that on you. Exactly. And she's not doing the thing that she's supposed to be doing. She's on her own personal computer, not paying attention to the board, not doing her job. But then when she's not oriented, when she doesn't get the orientation that she says she's going to get, who is it going to come back on? Because she didn't get it from me. She didn't get it from the other black lady. So, who is it going to fall on? Well, it's going to fall on you because it's your responsibility to train her. Exactly. And like I told my manager, I shouldn't expect a grown woman, a grown woman, to I have to I have to babysit and say, come on, come with me. Right. Come on. Come with me. But when she's with the other white ladies, yeah. she takes initiative and goes with them. So... How is your boss handling it? She told me that I was being very unprofessional. Are you kidding me? No, I am not. So what about the other girl that you work with? This we are, we're picking. And as I told her, I, she said, I think you guys have just got together and talked about it. I said, it's not a matter of me getting back and talking because we're not even on the, me and the other black women are not even on the same side. Right. Because usually I sit right beside her. But next this week I've been in a different department. So and last week I was in a different department, but I'm seeing this girl, this lady walk over back and forth. At at no time is she bringing the pay, the, the 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 other lady bringing the white. I mean the uh, patients by herself. Mm-hmm. It's the one black lady just bringing the patients on. She sat at her desk there a whole entire day on her personal computer. So, what would happen if you talked to her and said, I, "Well, is there a reason why you don't want to follow me?" Well, no, I just think my. The way it would have came out for me would have been a little bit aggressive. So I just don't say anything because my issue is either 
because I thought I was going to talk to her, and I thought, well, maybe I, I shouldn't, because then, again, it comes off as I'm an aggressor, because my issue would have been with her, and I would ask her, so what is the issue? Do you not want to take directions from a black woman, or do you just not want to do the job, period? So here's what I would, this is what I suggest, and this is how you find out whether it is racially motivated. I mean, it looks like it is already, mm -hmm. which is bad enough, mm -hmm. and I can't imagine, I feel like that would be hurtful. Um, because it's like I said, when people assumed that I only dated black guys because I'm from Atlanta, mm -hmm. that, that hurt my feelings. I was just like, you don't know me. Exactly. You don't know what I'm about. And that's probably not even an iota of what black people have to go through. Right. So, <coughs> sorry y'all, I'm getting over near infection and I'm draining. But, um, so I think the way I would look at it, and this is only because I've managed people pretty mm -hmm. much my whole entire professional career. Okay. Is if she's with you again like say tomorrow mm -hmm. she has to orientate with you mm -hmm. and she's not following you i'll be like hey look my job is to make sure that you were shadowing me this is what you were supposed to be doing this is not for me this is from our boss so if you can't work with me i need to know why and you and i need to go and have a conversation with my boss because i'm not going to get in trouble for not doing my job because you're not coming with me like you're supposed to be doing with your job. So, I don't know how she would back out of that unless she just straight up said it. And she's not gonna straight up say it because she didn't wanna lose her job for a violation like that. And then that way, you know what? She has to follow you, whether she likes it or not. And then who's, who's winning there? You are. What? Well, the thing about it is, and I think this is where it uh, it made me mad more than anything, is because I really, I, and like I asked my my boss, when you when you came to orient, you orientated with me, what did you do? When I moved, didn't you move? Except from when I'm going to the restroom, she said yes. If I'm going in a room with a patient, you're you're falling behind me. Everybody that I've orientated has followed behind me. And I shouldn't have to tell a grown woman to come on. I don't have to spoon for you. You're supposed to be learning from me. You can't learn from me if you're sitting at the desk on your personal computer. I think that's what you need to tell her. Those exact words. Leave race out of it. Because it shouldn't have it shouldn't have anything to do with your race, right? I mean it, right. it obviously does. It obviously does. But we're talking about the job. I would make it about the job. And if she's got a problem following around a black woman, well, she's going to have to fucking get over it because she applied for this job, she got this job, and this is who's training her. She saw us. Yeah. So, I mean, if you didn't want to have to deal with that, then you shouldn't have. It's not like I just popped up out of the sky. Yeah. Deal with it because she's going to have to deal with that for the rest of her life and she needs to nut up or shut up. I know. So, yeah, that's exactly what I would say to her. Good question. Good. I like that. I'm going to use that. Nut up or shut up. I would, well, I Guess who I got it. that from? Who? CJ. Lord. I like it though. I love, so two of the things that I got from him that I love and I say all the time, nut up or shut up, and my name is Bennett and I ain't in it. <laughs> my name is Bennett and I ain't in it, girl. Yep. That is so awesome. My name is Bennett and I ain't in it. Oh I've never God. heard that before. Really? <laughs> yes. Girl. My ex-husband never heard six of one half dozen another and he could never figure out what it meant and I was just like six of, six of one half dozen of another. How do you not know what this means? I know. But yeah, so. Yeah. But like for me, it, it, it just, it made me mad 
because and I wasn't trying to make it about race at that point in time but what I was trying to get her to understand is I didn't have a I, with anybody that or I never had to tell them yeah. come on yeah whether it's that she just doesn't feel comfortable what I mean I need to know but the thing about it is I think I can be I, in fact I know I can I can be professional but I, I still want to know what her issue is yeah Maybe you should ask her if y'all like if if so if you're orientating her would you take breaks together? No. I don't know. Maybe if you get a chance to pull her aside, just be like, "Have I done something to offend you?" I mean, at that point in time, you know, my my but man, hit record on your phone in case she says anything. Well, yeah, and <laughs> like my manager was like, "Well, you're not giving her an opportunity." I was like, "An opportunity to do what?" An opportunity to get me fired because she's making me look like I'm not doing my job. Yep, yeah, I said opportunity to do what? She said, "Well." You know, I think you just need to give her a chance. You've already written her off. I said, well, I mean, what more do you want from me? Yeah. I said, I'm not going to be overly friendly. Right. I'm not going to go out of my way to be overly friendly, but I will maintain the highest professional uh, attitude at work. I'm mm-hmm. not going to be mean to her. I will answer any questions that she needs to answer. I will help her do whatever she's supposed to do. But as far as being overly friendly, having all these kumbaya conversations, it's not going to happen. So do y'all talk? Like, no. does she not talk to you at all? No. But she talks to all other white people? Yes. We need to Facebook stalk her. We should. See, she's from Pulaski. Okay. I'm kidding. Somewhere. But still, let's still Facebook stalk her. We, <laughs> we will. But yeah, no, that's, yeah, I would just go, I would make her follow you. You're her superior. That's her job. Don't let her off the hook. And you know, and the thing about it is, like, even though, like, I've worked in some fucked up situations before. Yeah. I've never had this problem. Yeah. I have never, ever had this problem. Yeah. I would just, I would, <coughs> sorry. <coughs> Good God, I swear I wish I'd stop popping. Um, swear I'm not contagious. Um, <laughs> but, um, so no, really, I would just, I would make her follow you. And then if she's like, you know, being shitty with you, I would be like, can you please let me know what the problem is here? Like, I would like to know, you know, I see you, you know, following everybody else like you're supposed to. Is there something that I have done that has offended you? And if she says no, then I would be like, well, then there's no reason why you can't do your job. If you're going to do your orientation with me, then you need to be following me because these are the rules. This is a part of your job and I am your superior. Right. And I need you to, you know, fulfill this, do this, whatever the job description is that she's supposed to be doing. It's up to you to remind her to do that. Yeah. But like, this is her second, this was her second day in in the clinic. Yeah. So I don't know what the hell I did, what I said, anything. I mean, me being the eternal optimist, it's just like, maybe she's just intimidated or, you know, like, and I'm not trying to take up for her or anything like that, but I always try to think maybe it's something we're not thinking of because I try to be optimistic, right? right? I mean, and it doesn't matter if they were Latina or black or anything else. I would feel the exact same way about the person. Like, you know, maybe there's something that we're not missing or that we are missing. Sorry. Right. And so that's why I'm just like, if it is then we'll draw her out. If it's a racial thing, she doesn't need to be working with the public because how is she going to treat clients that come in or patients that come in that are black? Is she not going to give them the care that they deserve because of the color of their skin? If she's racist, she might not. And if she's a nurse, 
or whatever her job description is, I'm sure she took an oath to take care of people regardless. Right. So I think it's a good opportunity for you if it is a racially driven thing to draw that out. But then I'm picking. You're not picking. Oh, but then I would pick. Well, I mean, if she's shown her true colors, then that's not picking. That's, hey, is this the kind of people that you want taking care of your patients? I would be picking. Is that what your doctor thinks? That's what my manager's just... Or your manager. That's basically what she said. Who's ever your manager? Uh, another lady who take who has no... Honey, if she's going to be mean, she's going to be mean to everybody. Yeah. So just everybody's turds in general? Yeah. I'd, I'd still do it, though. I'd draw her out. Because the only person that can hang themselves is themselves. You're right. Like, as long as you were doing your job and doing everything you're supposed to be doing... Right. You're not doing anything wrong. Right. So let her hang herself. But the only person that can make her look bad is her. So if you were, you know, this is what you're supposed to be doing and she didn't want to cooperate, make sure you have these conversations in front of the manager. Let the manager see. Or if she doesn't want to follow you and she says something, then I would talk to your manager and talk to her at the same time. Look, I know it's only been two days. I'm trying to train her like you asked me to. I've asked her several times to follow me. She's not. I don't want to get in trouble. I'm bringing her in so we can all three sit down and talk about it. What can we do? Do you need to put her with somebody else? I don't know what the problem is. Well, I'm going to tell you, the, the other lady that she trained with, she's supposed to train with her today, it didn't wind up happening. How come? Because the other lady got to talk to also. Really? Yes. That's what was said to her. Uh, that she is not doing her job. She's not orientating her. She's not getting anything from the orientation. How so, are you supposed to get something from it if they don't follow you? Exactly. If y'all got pictures of her on her computer and doing that stuff, show it to them. They said, well, she did. What did she say? Well, why come y'all ain't said anything to me about this before? Well, she's only and been there come, for two days. And why come you didn't correct it? Um, I'm sure you probably tried by saying, why the fuck are you not following me around like you're supposed to be doing? The, so... How did this girl get this job? Is she just a plot out of mm-hmm. nowhere? Yeah. Hmm. People with a work ethic like that ain't gonna last long. Honey, she has no interest. She has no interest. She she wants to be a child life specialist, which is fine and great. And she may be good at being a child life specialist. But as far as child life specialist, child, girl, every hospital needs a child life specialist. It's where they have somebody to come in and they bring them things for distraction oh, they like yes and like they, necklaces and stuff yeah. they're like giving them them good drugs yes they they, yes. they play like if they because i have mine oh my gosh emily she is the best yeah at first i was rough on emily i ain't gonna lie yeah because coming from somewhere when we didn't have a child life specialist and we just had to go in and just get the job done yeah now i'm like where's emily at I need her because she you knows she brings distraction toys, she brings fidget toys, she brings her iPad. They, yeah. look, at, they look at videos, they play games. So she, she feels like she doesn't have to do the job because this is not what she's going to be doing. Probably. Eh. I'd have a talk with her. I, I think you and her need to have a conversation. If she's put with you again, I'd have a conversation with her about it. I don't think she would be put with me again because, for one, I just think at this point in time, 
when if I see that come up, I'm just not going to deal with it. But and but you know, I think what made me the most mad is the fact that my manager is going to try and tell me that I was not acting the way that our bylaws or rules or whatever I just don't want to have to say it the way that it's put out there um, our expectations because it, I'm not acting that way but I am acting that way because the thing about it is if I was not being the way that I need to be by our HR our code of conduct yeah, um, I wouldn't talk to her at all mm-hmm. I wouldn't tell her nothing I'm just saying I'm, I'm just simply saying as Okay, let me put it to you this way, Gilly. And I don't know if you know, but I'm going to tell you. And and I and and this is for the most part the way it is. Yeah. If me as a black woman, mm-hmm. if if I don't fuck with you, I don't fuck with you. Right. I don't try and fake it. Yeah. I don't try and be your friend. You're not putting that energy. I'm in. not putting that energy into. Yeah. It. If I don't fuck with you, I don't fuck with you. Mm-hmm. I'll speak when spoken to. I'll answer questions, I'll be cordial, I'll be professional, but as far as me asking you about how your life is, how your family is, I'm not going to do that because I don't have enough, I don't care enough about you yeah. to do that. Yeah. And I'm. And you're not, you're never going to get the fake me. Right. You're going to get the real me. Right. And so, I feel like my manager wants me to be fake. Oh. So, she's asking you to be something that you're on. Yes. And see, again, that's where... I guess Ken, my friend, and I both are the same. If we don't fuck with you, we just don't fuck with you. Yeah. We're not going to try and be like, hey, how's your baby doing? How's your mama doing? We don't care. We don't care enough about it. That was me and Large Marge, the love barge. She, I took over a store that I managed, and she was one of the assistant managers, and she was just a real bitch. And, um... She was just a very unhappy woman. And yeah, there's, I was just like, <laughs> we aren't going to be friends. Yeah. You were a pain in my ass. I will deal with you when I have to deal with you. Yeah. But that's going to be it. Yeah. And see, the thing about it is, I'm, I'm just to the point to where if she asks me questions and she needs me, I'm going to be there. I'm going to, because that's just me. That's the person that I am. Yeah. But as far, again, as me, trying to, you know, find out about you, about your family. You've already... Well, I don't blame you for that. I mean, especially if that's how she's acting. I wouldn't be trying to, you know... Yeah. I'd be like, okay, well, I'm just going to put you over here until you show me there's something different. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, hopefully you won't have to deal with it anymore. They won't, like, put her with you. But my manager is saying that I'm not... I'm being unprofessional because I want... I want openly... And, and just be overly friendly. Why do I have to? Well, you're not there to be over friendly. You're there to do a job. My manager had the audacity to tell me that I'm, me being that way, I'm not giving the patients the best care. Do your patients ever complain about the care they get? No. Because I remember you saw Sophie once. I take that back. I'm a liar. It was Xander. We had to go to the Vanderbilt after hours clinic with him because mm-hmm. he had a panic attack. And that's, um, you know, I've told you a million times, I'd met you before. Mm-hmm. And when I found out that that's where you worked, you were the nurse that took care of Xander that night. Mm-hmm. And you gave him the best care ever. 
So when I'm at work, my patients are my priority. Right. And I can't see you being any, I can't, I can't see you being shitty towards somebody who comes in, you know, for a visit, for a doctor, for whatever they're there for. Now, I'm going to tell you, I'll be shitty with your mama. Yeah. But I'm not going to be shitty to the, to the baby. Right. Because if your mama came in acting a damn fool, honey, you know what it is. Yeah. You, you get what you get. But, but that, but my patient. You can deal with the doctor. I'm going to take care of your kid. Yeah. Yeah. But my patient, no, I'm, I'm going to take care of my patient. I'm going to do that because that's just the way I am. Regardless of whether you're a kid, you're an adult, if you're my patient, I am going to give you the highest quality, the best care that I can give you. I'm going to make jokes. I'm going to make you feel good. I'm going to get you what you want. I'm going to give you just some shit that you don't want. So if it makes you feel any better, my sister right now, I talked to her on the phone the other day, she fucking hates her manager. And she's having the same problems with her manager right now. It's a little different. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, and maybe that's like part of being the manager or a position like that. Maybe. You gotta be an asshole. Maybe. But she's like, I'm quitting. I'm finding another job. I can't, I can't deal with her anymore. I can't deal with her. Why do they give her so much power? She didn't do half the stuff we do and she wouldn't even know how to do half the stuff we do. Why do they give her so much power? She cannot. She can't even run this plant. She can't. She doesn't even know how to, to run a urine. I swear to God, you and Denise need to sit down and just have this conversation with each other because y'all both make each other feel so much better. Yeah, like seriously, she can't even run a damn urine. Yeah. Really. She doesn't even, she's like, now how do I do this? And the fact that one day she she worked with me, she's like, well, where do I hide my snacks so I don't have to put it in a damn hydration station? Bitch, excuse me, but this is you. This yeah. is your rules. Yeah. You have to abide by the hydration station rules. You know what I'm sick of. But anyway. People like that don't last long. I'm right. telling you, something happens. Been there for three years, honey. Oh, that ain't long. It might be long for you. It is long for me. But, but anyway. But, yeah. I mean, I will take that. I am going to take that. And maybe I, I will talk to her, the, the little girl. But, I mean, I just feel like it's racially motivated. Because with the other, the other, she has no problems with nobody else. Right. So, we're going to see. Yeah. I can't say that about you. I mean, that would, I'm curious about that. I am curious. I wonder though, I mean, she would have to have some giant balls. I would love for her to. If she was just like, yeah, I just don't like black people. You know what? I would respect her a whole lot more because that way I know where she's coming from. Right. But I can't imagine anybody would actually come out and say that. No, and I'm going to tell you, and like I have at my other job, yeah, most nurses work a couple jobs. Yeah. At my other job, I have a patient, Kelly who is her, she's right. She's said racial things to um, the staff and her husband is, he, her husband doesn't want any black people taking care of her or trying to change her. Cause I work assisted living. Um, he doesn't want any of that. Oh, that's that old truth. Yeah. Like baby boomers. Yeah. And said that I just don't know about them. Well, who was them? I mean, what do we, who who wants this old ass woman? Nobody want to deal with her. I, I would jump in there and be like, "Ta da! Here I am!" And I would make sure everybody that took care of her was black. No. Every last person that come in that room, no. if I ran that place, they're gonna be black. I know. Like, oh no, 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 we don't discriminate here. You get the care that you get. I know, but the thing about it is, the my my um my resident my resident assistant that I work with, she is great. Um, she takes care of her every weekend. She takes care of her every weekend. 
and he he will wait for her to come in because she's white to for them to her to you know get her ready for bed you know all that changer and it, it, you know I understand I don't understand but there's no excuse for it Kelly but when your older parent like my parents and my great grandparents my parents my grandparents great grandparents were the older generation where mm-hmm. you know they they still see they saw all that shit they still see race yeah because like and that's what makes me mad because i'm like this is not this, this is not this is not that anymore right but like i have like there are so many of my residents that love me right and are great to me. They don't treat me any different. They hug me and kiss me. I love you. Thank you for everything that you do for me. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that they see race. And, and you know, the one lady was like, you know, I wish that I would, you know, you would have been here with me because I would have just taken care of you. I just love you. And I just, it's those people. Yeah. Where are those people? Where are these type of people that, you know, they don't see it? Do you, so, do you think that it's getting better or worse? It's the same. So, you don't think it's getting any worse, but it's definitely not getting better. It's not getting any better. Because if we were, we wouldn't be having these conversations. Right. Exactly. So, I think we should, this season, and I've got a friend who's biracial, who definitely wants to be a part of this. Um, she gets... She sees both aspects, and one of the things that she has said to me before, which I think I told you this, totally took me off guard, was people should not have biracial children. She said, because we don't fit in anywhere, except for other biracial kids. Yeah. And when other biracial kids decide to be one race over the other, well, we don't even fit in with them anymore. Yeah. And she said, if my hair's a certain way, well, I can't fit in with them, because my hair's not a certain way. So how am I going to fit in with them? So she had a lot of insight for me that I was just like, Never would I have ever looked at it like that. Like, I kind of, like, I was just like, that sucks. And so, and I mean, I've actually got several biracial friends that I would love to get their, inspe- their you know, introspection right. on this. Like, you know, come in and tell us what it's like for you. Right. And, you know, it's hard. Yeah. Because CJ and I had a conversation one time. Uh, this was right when the whole Trayvon Martin thing happened. Right. And he was just like, the creature, I don't know. I, I wouldn't know what to tell Zeri. I, I mean, because I don't, that's not my experience. Right. Right. And I said, well, I know it's not your experience, but unfortunately it's going to be his. Right. It doesn't matter how much white he's got in him. Yeah. It doesn't matter if he's like 95% white. It Well, it just depends on how light you are or how yeah. dark you are. And because Zarian's got, Zarian has true biracial kid yeah. features. He's got the curly hair. He's got the the skin tone. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas, like, um, there was this, and I'm going to send you to TikTok. There was a girl that I saw on TikTok who, who great-grandmother or grandmother was biracial, but she fit, she as she went as white yeah but if you're that type of biracial person that you look more white mm-hmm. then there you go but yeah. like yeah but then it just doesn't matter it doesn't matter yeah but then yeah but see i i never want darian to feel like he's got to choose 
Right, because he's both. Yes. And it's okay to be both. Yeah, but I don't want Darian to be like, I'm like, well, no, buddy, you're not. So here's my hang up with the whole thing. My background is Scottish, Irish. I've got some um, Spaniard mm-hmm. in me, um, German, which most of this obviously is white. Mm-hmm. But I've got so many different ethnicities mm-hmm. that make up who I am. I've even got like 0.01% African. Mm-hmm. Can tell you where from, but of course there are white people in Africa, so yep. it doesn't mean that you're gonna be black because you're from Africa, obviously. But because I have so many different things that make up who I am as a person, like, and then I look at, you know, somebody being, you know, mixed from a Caucasian and African-American, I kind of feel like it's the same thing. And it goes back to, why is the color of our skin such a big fucking deal? I don't know. Like, it I, shouldn't matter. We're all fucking mutts. I know. We all came from something. You know what? I will tell you. My cousin, Nick. Yeah. Honey, I swear. I laughed at her because she did her, twi- was it, I think it was Ancestry or DNA. I don't remember what it was. It was yeah. one of them, 23andMe, I don't know. But, like, she, can't, she her background, her, her Ancestry, she was from uh, Wales. Wales. In Norwegian, Norwegian. Yeah. I was like, oh, look at your Norwegian ass. You're like a Viking. You are a Viking, bitch. Yeah. And she was like, I know. She was like, devastated. I'm a badass bitch. She really? was devastated. Really? <laughs> Wow, Vikings were pretty fucking awesome. She they conquered everything. She was devastated. Aw. Her, her badassery Well, be not Vikings. because she didn't have that. Well, really because she didn't have that much African in her. Oh. Yeah. She was like. What, is, is she mixed? No. My cousin Nikki, no. You met I her? I don't think so. I met no. her. Yeah. No. I don't think she was, but I was just like, I don't know. Maybe I'll do something. No. Because I don't look at things like that. I don't know. No. Okay. No, because like I'm gonna tell you, working at the jail when at the time I did, I had I saw, so many people ask me, "What are you mixed with?" I'm mixed with nothing. My mama is my mama's you're black skin. Yeah, my mama's black and daddy's black. Mm-hmm. And they kept asking, "What are you mixed with? Are you Puerto Rican?" No, I'm not. And my cousin always tells me I'm Mexican. No, I'm not. I am full black. You don't look Mexican. She tells me I do, but she just hateful. Uh, she's just she's hateful. just hateful. She's just hateful. <laughs> But, and one time I told somebody, they were like, what do you, and I, and I think that night I had had my feel of, I'm like, yeah, you're right, I am black. That's like, what you mix with? I'm mixed with, excuse my, excuse me the way I'm going to say this, but this is what I said. I said, I'm mixed with dark nigga and light nigga. <laughs> That's awesome. Because it was like, you mixed with something. No, I'm not. Quit saying that. Yeah. So, yeah, this season, we're totally going to do a race panel. Yeah. And so... Four years ago, I'd planned on doing this. And this was the idea, and it probably would have been a massive disaster because I don't know if we could have controlled it, but it would have been a good opportunity had we been able to figure out the tools to do this. So a friend of mine and I had sat down and we were talking and we were just like, because this is my whole life. And I think it's moving from, you know, an area where I am in the minority to where I'm not, Mm -hmm. really opened my eyes to oh shit Mm -hmm. so um like we were talking about it and I said we need to do something where we sit down somebody who is white and doesn't like black people in front of a black person who just doesn't give a fuck right that doesn't dislike white people doesn't dislike anybody and then have them tell this person why they don't like them why they don't like them I guess and then 
have a black person sit down in front of a white person, a black person who does not like white people, mm-hmm. in front of a white person like me who wants to understand mm-hmm. and who does care about their feelings, tell them why they don't right. like white people. Right. Now, there's not going to be a whole lot I can do to change your mind. You have to change your own mind. But sometimes just having somebody that wants to listen to you and, like, validate you. Yeah. Even if they don't agree with you, but just listen. Maybe that's what people need. And maybe people are just hateful fucking assholes and should just move to, like, their own state. Where they can just have white people in their own state and they don't have to worry about it. Right. But conversations need to be had because... Need to be had. Need to be had. Sorry. Because we have a generation of children who are coming up behind us. And personally, I think it's getting worse. It, it's not. I don't see. I don't see it getting better. Kelly, it's not going to get better. It's not going to get better until, like, okay, for instance, um, I just had a brain fart. I mean, if because my friend Laura told me that when this whole thing started becoming, you know more prevalent that because now people have cameras and yeah they record videos whereas it, we knew what happened but we just didn't say anything because we couldn't right um and the whole again the whole Trayvon Martin thing um that she was afraid for her husband mm-hmm. and her son she wasn't afraid for her white son she's afraid for her biracial son right because he's still considered black yeah and her black husband that they if he gets pulled over and you move quickly and he gets shot and killed yeah I mean, what in what in training tells you that a black person has a gun, always has a gun? What in training, what in your police training tells you that all black people are bad? What in your training tells you that it's okay for a white man to talk shit to you, but let a black man do the same thing to you? Right. Then you, you beat him up, shoot him down, you do all the things above. Yeah. What in your training has told you this? Or is it that you just went to, you were mistreated in high school by an asshole, and then you decided you were going to be a cop and mistreat all black people? Or you were raised by a um, racist asshole. Yep. And you took on, um, because I mean, that's what they say. They say that most people take on what their parents taught them. Um, Now, I love my dad to pieces. And, you know, to my dying day, I'll say, you know, when I pass away, I can't wait to see my dad. He was a good person. He loved everybody. But he would say some racist shit sometimes. Do I feel like he was a racist person in his heart? No. Do I feel like he was maybe a little inappropriate and said some things he shouldn't have? Yeah. Do I think he should, he told some jokes that he thought were funny that probably shouldn't have been telling? Yeah. Um, but he also came from the greatest generation the World War II vets and he was you know in the midst of all the you know freedom fighters and stuff like that in the 60s yeah. where he was just like I mean I had black friends and I would have marched with them but I was in Vietnam yeah. so I mean just stuff like that but still he was the way he was raised it wasn't offensive right and, and so know. he didn't he didn't think that it would be something that would hurt somebody's feelings and had he said it to somebody and it did hurt their feelings then I think that he would have never said anything like that. Right. This day and age, like me talking to CJ about it, he was just like, oh yeah, your dad's totally racist. I'm like, but he didn't have a dislike for black people. He just told tasteless jokes. I mean, I just 
Well, so, and here's my question, and again, I'm not trying to, you know, right. say anything ignorant, but, I mean, white people make jokes about white people all the time, and... Well, okay, like, um, when we helped your cousin. Yeah. And she's like, we need to get some white people. We need to get some white people. I thought it was hilarious. That did not offend me at all. It offended me. It didn't offend me. I was fine with it. But, um, so I can see where people might think something like that. But if you know the intent and if you know the the person, then how can you say that that person is like that if they're just being stupid? And I'm not saying she was. I just think she was being funny. She was. She was being funny. She. It wasn't... You I know think, what? and I, I think, think my dad, my, I think my dad said stuff like that because he was looking for a laugh, and he was, he was just being a ding dong. You're right, and I think about because my cousin is not racist. Yeah, what it is, and I didn't think any more about it. It's just the fact that that she doesn't, I, she doesn't hang around like a lot of white people now. Like growing up, yeah, she had a, a white friend, and I think the poor baby died because she, I forgot that girl's name, and you know when I called her, I, I, you know I am, I used to be so inappropriate before before because she came and she was like this is my friend it was Carrie Ann this is my friend Carrie Ann and my cousin is not racist because honey she her and Carrie Ann were like thick as thieves yeah and but then Carrie Ann moved to like Florida and then Carrie Ann came back and I was like what's your name she said her name is Carrie Ann I said girl that's so that's a typical white girl now I'm yes I'm gonna call you Keisha I'm going. You're gonna be forever known as Keisha, girl. It's like the whitest white girl name. Yeah, like Ridlin. Uh huh. Or, or Catherine. You know. And, you know <laughs> and like I said, my cousin is not racist, not at all. But, but I didn't think she was. She did apologize to me for it, and I'm like, oh my god, why are you apologizing for that? I thought it was funny. It did not bother me. Not a lot of things do offend me. Calling me a bitch and really thinking that I'm a bitch, mm-hmm. that offends me. Calling me stupid. I would much rather you call me a bitch than call me stupid. If you call me stupid, I'm going to have to throw the hammer down. Girl. I'm gonna- I, I can't fucking, I cannot handle that shit. I may say some dumb stuff, but I am not a stupid person. And that is why I say, I can be ignorant. I need you to lovingly correct me so that I can see the error of my ways. Because stupid people don't say that. They just keep acting stupid. Girl, I'm going to tell you. One of my ex-boyfriends, his girlfriend at the time, a baby mama, we broke up and he was dating this girl. She was, she was, uh, Laotian. Yeah. No, she was from Guam. I take it back. She was from Guam. And girl, we got into it and she called me a fat black bitch. Don't you know I would, I tried to fight her at the Freds and I got put out and I was like, I tried to fight her at the Freds. At the Freds. The Freds. Man, I haven't seen a Freds in forever. I know. I tried to fight her at the Freds and I told my mama and mama was like, well, Lucretia, well, what's the problem? I said, it's the fact that she called me fat. Yeah. (laughs) It's not the fact I'm black. Duh. (laughs) Am I a bitch? Yes. But you called me fat. So I'm about to kick your ass. Exactly. Right. That's, freaking hilarious and then the, 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 the sad part about it is, is my sister went to like later on Alicia was like how you like the ass whoop that, that ass whooping or that ass chewing you got from my sister cause my sister's gonna whoop your ass if she don't have real <laughs> I mean we just terrorized this girl but I mean like she called yeah. me fat she called me fat them's are fighting words now I'm not that's okay fat's another thing I, we'll add fat to the category stupid I don't like that either but nah stupid's really what gets me my, or dumb bitch. You're a dumb bitch. Oh, girl. Oh, God. We got five we got minutes. minutes. Uh, dumb bitch doesn't even bother me. But there's something about the word stupid yeah. that is worse than the word dumb. You're right. 
Because I can be dumb, but I'm not stupid. You're right. I don't know. I've been married twice before CJ, and that didn't work out. Maybe I was stupid twice in my life. Maybe you would. Maybe you would do it. No, not the second time for sure. All right. Maybe you were. Maybe you were going through a thing. <sighs> we're gonna go with that. I don't know what that thing was, but I'm glad I got over it. All You're going through a thing. Something. I don't know, but yeah. So I really hope that this season. With our 13-ish episodes, yep, we can either go into season three with, you know... A little bit of clarity. Yeah, a little bit of clarity, but I would like for us to get a panel of people on here to where we can, maybe yeah. not, even if it's a small movement of 20 people, 20 people will tell, what, 40? 40, will people, 40 people will tell 160. Like, I mean, something to where we can maybe put our own little dent yeah. into the way things are going right now because it's ridiculous. Like These are bigger problems that need to be solved like, for our kids and their kids. Right. Like, Kelly, I, I consider you, like, a really good friend of mine. Yeah. And, like, my best friend's wife. And, like, her daddy loves me. And I love him. I love their family. Whenever, you know, whenever I first met them, they were like, well, come on in here, baby. And I'm like, what's up, daddy? Blah, blah, blah. And I love It's family. Him. Yeah. And... And that's the way I typically treat everybody. Yeah. I tri- typically treat everybody the same. Mm-hmm. I don't see you as just, you know, Zarian's stepmom. You're my friend. Yeah. And it's, and I don't care what color you are. You right. Could, you could be, you could be Chinese, but you would still be my friend. Right. It doesn't fucking matter. No. Just be good to my son. Be good to me. We'll, we'll be fine. Exactly. And I mean... I'm not going to say you shouldn't put conditions on friendships. I think everybody puts conditions on friendships. That's dumb to say, I'm not going to put a condition on because nobody's going to be a doormat to anybody, right? Right. But a condition to a friendship should not be the color of somebody's skin because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. So, season two, we're going to get some badass people on here. Nope. We're going to try to fix some shit. And if we don't, we're going to try to do it in season three. We'll we ain't going to quit. Trying. We ain't going to quit. <laughs> we're no. going to keep on trying. Yes. Oh. And we're going to do this as two co-moms. Yep. And we do have our special insight because we're both raising a biracial boy who is going to see shit yeah. from both sides. Yeah. And it's a difficult task. It is. But we both have some pretty good insight. Yeah. And how we were raised and like where we came from. Yeah. I think that's why you and I both look at it the same way. Maybe. Because we saw it the other way. Yeah. To where we weren't in the majority. Yeah. So, and then when you get put into, like for me getting put into the majority where basically everybody was white, I was so uncomfortable. Like I felt out of fucking place. Yeah. I mean, our high school mascot was the rebel and and we played Dixie at every fucking ball game. How did you feel? I mean, you didn't think at anything about it. At the time, I didn't think anything about it. Yeah. I didn't think anything about it. Yeah. It's just what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. But now they've gotten rid of the, the mascot. They've got rid of Dixie. So, yeah. Girl, we got to wrap this up. We got Yep. <laughs> All right, y'all. Okay. <laughs> we're we're going to carry this on into next week's. But anyway, thanks for tuning in. If anybody has anything they would like for us to talk about, any insight, whatever you want to tell us, we will put it on the next one because we really are trying to problem solve here. So, weigh in. Let us know what you think. Let's do something about this shit. Let's change the world, y'all. Yep. Well, my Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg hooked us up tonight. That's why it started going south pretty quick. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. 
Yes, sir. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye.